0: deep in london's beating heart hard lies a wall i like don't it be if
1: you know the call or if the wall steps aside be not afraid of what you see cause hello
0: everybody and welcome to the ShriekCast, this is a harry potter reread for podcast for tree. lapsed fans i am your host cc and i'm liz and liz uh i know you were a huge fan of the film fantastic beasts and where to find them
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe the finest movie I've ever seen.
0: Absolutely. Um, I'm right there with you, and I'm really excited for the sequel. How about you?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm actually realizing right now that uh, we're at the end of August, and that means we're going to be in in September soon. And then right around the corner is November, uh, which is when we go get to see uh, the new Fantastic Beast movie. So I can't wait. I'm sure that'll... You know, it's gonna be hard to wait that long, three months or whatever, but I'll I'll manage somehow.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, we've uh, you know, the the sword of Damocles is, is dangling right above us. And that <laughs> that film is gonna hit us in the head before we know it. Um and uh but before 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 we go see it, you know, uh Pottermore is there. To kind of you know to tide us over um, for the for that uh, that 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 excruciating wait.
1: Yeah, we're lucky we get this exciting media marketing blitz from. Pottermore. I love.
0: I there is nothing more than I love than a blitz and <laughs> and a media blitz. Who boy, ooh. that's just that's just that's peanut butter and chocolate to me.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: and and this week. Uh, Pottermore has given us a beautiful, uh, beautiful Reese's Cup of of media marketing here with 10 revelations from the set of Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald.
1: I'm going to call it right now and say that the best thing about this article is that it's dated.
0: Yeah, I I cannot believe it, Pottermore. Absolutely. I guess like. I guess for these ones that are like specifically tying into the new movie, they probably want it to be dated so people can see that this is the latest information about about this this film, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, and it also is you know pointing out it it says right at the header, watch out, there's going to be
0: spoilers. Ooh, um,
1: so which uh, I guess it's pretty
0: great because uh, the the idea that a, a official website has to now give spoiler warnings to people who are there presumably only to read about harry potter content is pretty amazing right
1: yeah i mean have we talked about um a previous media blitz that they did that was the keep the secrets campaign
0: no that was for cursed child right right and so there are just like these
1: incredible videos of like there's one in particular um where i mean the whole thing is about keeping the secret like if you went and saw cursed child don't tell anyone else what happens and at the very end there's like jk rowling comes on the screen and is like please keep keep the secret
0: it's specifically she's like it's like b-roll of her walking around backstage in slow motion <laughs> and then there's this very good shot of her like pointing at a sign that says no spoilers please and like raising a finger to her lips and shaking her head like come on don't yeah don't do it yeah. it's a really good video
1: definitely um, an evergreen video for us but this this <laughs> article is just like here's some spoilers watch out
0: <laughs> um this is really good. I'm going to go through bullet point by bullet point here because each of these, I think, is 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 a beautiful uh uh nugget of information about what what we can Craig. expect. Um, number one, the film will be a thriller with political themes.
1: Oh, that's a classic. People love that.
0: I the you know there's nothing we love at the shrieking cat. Uh, I nearly said the shrieking cast. I don't think we. That's we've a gone new through, one. We've got yeah, that's a new one. We haven't we haven't done shrieking a new,
1: a new permutation for us here
0: at the shrieking shack. We love the political themes in Harry Potter. Uh, if there's one thing <laughs> that are definitely uh, hold up and and are not muddled at all, it's the political themes in Harry Potter, especially the film Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Um, so I can't wait. Uh, 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 it says here that the the film is really about the values of tolerance and understanding and a celebration of diversity.
1: Um, I'm sure.
0: I'm sure it is. Uh, I wonder how many house elves are in this movie.
1: Mm, Well, I guess we saw a few in the,
0: in the first one. We sure did. We sure did see a few house elves in the first movie. Uh, There's a very good quote here from the director, the values that we explore in this film and the things that challenge those values and undermine those. Wait, the values that we explore in this film okay i don't think i think that pottermore has made a mistake here because this par i'm not reading this wrong this paragraph makes no sense the values that we explore in this film and the things that challenge those values and undermine those values he added what what things Okay, I think, think I
1: think that this is a uh, the old picture text break. I think that this is a kind of run on sentence from this other very long section.
0: Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I was I was very confused for a second there. Uh, it's, aw- it's odd sentence breaks for sure. The pr- the promotion of fear and the persecution of otherness—those things that go through history—they're not just relevant to now. What's slightly scary is that they're becoming more relevant now. Ooh, slightly scary.
1: Slightly scary. Um, Racism I- is
0: just now becoming a problem it's getting, it's
1: getting slightly scary um yeah i if i can trust harry potter uh to do something it's it's to do good good politics in their, in their blockbuster <laughs> movie i uh that's always been kind of the strength of these books um mm,
0: absolutely so i wonder if i want uh i wonder if they'll do Cause this is another this is a a a movie that is like just stealing every like plundering everything from the books, right, to reuse.
1: Correct. Uh
0: there is going to be a spew equivalent in this movie. I can feel it in my bones. Great. Like maybe maybe not for house elves, and maybe not for or like, you know, like a specific slavery analog or whatever, but like maybe there's like a muggle rights guy or something. That's gonna be gonna like a comic a sh-
1: comic relief kind of yeah. kind of character.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see that happening.
1: Yeah, because like I, I mean, I don't really understand Grindelwald's ideology. I know that he made that Comic Con speech, um, and I know we got that speech from him at the end of the first movie. But I'm still a little bit unclear unclear what he's about.
0: Um, <gasps> well, the speech in the first movie. I would say was 99% like correct is the weird thing is in the first movie. He's like, like who does the law protect us or them? Like we are, you know, we are needlessly uh, letting ourselves be like be oppressed here. Like it would be much better if we revealed ourselves to the muggles. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. And then he says, and also killed them all.
1: And it's which, like, Oh no. Mm.
0: uh Oh, mm uh oh um so so i don't know uh but maybe the the second film will 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 dive a little deeper into this because number two on this list is it will also be quite quote sophisticated end quote
1: i don't know what that means
0: i don't either um the movie is set in the 1920s so maybe they are all sipping on on fancy cocktails or something. hold on
1: hold on this quote from david yates it feels like everything's growing up and getting a bit more sophisticated I know he says like everything is growing up. I don't know what that means. All the characters are already (laughs) adults. They're all about forty years old. Um, So I don't know. Maybe he got confused and was thinking about the Harry Potter movies because for those, you know, they do they do get a little bit more grown up because the kids, you know, literally grow up. Um, But Newt is an adult man. Uh, They're all like so are all the characters right? Like oh yeah, (laughs)
0: like.
1: So I don't know what that means.
0: Um there's there's a, the, the continued quote here. I don't know what the fuck this means at all. I think that I think this is like someone caught David Yates like at a restaurant or something and he was just sort of saying whatever to them or like to get them to leave because because what is so we're following a lot of characters all at the same time, and it's a series of couplets. It's a series of love stories, really. The central theme is falling in love, falling out of love, falling in love with an ideology, being drawn into love, being corrupted by love. It all circles around the central premise of love, I think. So, what? It's all about love. All about love. It's about uh, diversity and politics and also being sophisticated uh, and love. I just love the... the. Um, Wow, love. There you yeah, go. There, there's that word again. But uh, <laughs> we're following a lot of characters at the same time. You would fucking hope so. It's a movie. Like
1: Yep, there like, are a few characters. Like, damn, in this we're one. following
0: multiple characters? Slow down. I can't multiple handle this.
1: Couples even.
0: Damn. Characters interacting. This is a little too much. This is a little too sophisticated for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. This is this is sophistication. This is um this is about love. This is a thriller. This is uh
0: very film noir, according to bullet point number right, three that's
1: our next one. We're hitting very film noir, which wow,
0: I mean, like if it was true, I would say cool, but like there's the, no way there's no way first of all, I mean, you know it doesn't necessarily have to be in black and white, but like the lighting is a big deal in film noir, right, like like very heavy shadows and like bright contrast and stuff. The picture they have shown here is just like your typical like you know mid-color grade normal looking movie there, there's not even like a primary shadow being cast on the shot in this in, in this image so i'm not really sure what they're talking about but the the real important thing here other than mm-hmm. that they're name dropping the third man which is like one of the <laughs> coolest looking movies ever made um uh the the, the segment comes with a little a little note from Pottermore, uh, a little editorial Ooh. note here. Does this mean we'll see a, li- a Niffler in a little hat and trench coat? Okay, probably not. Why not?
1: Why Make not? Make that movie.
0: Make that movie.
1: Yeah, actually, a a film noir movie that is a Niffler in a little hat and a trench coat, I'll take it. Please give me that instead of Harry Potter politics. Well,
0: cause, so we were talking about how the first movie – could have been like a great like just like little heist movie right if yeah. The first one was a heist movie and then this one was like a like a noir detective movie that would be fucking awesome right um but i don't think that many film noir movies end with a hour-long cgi fight scene which this definitely will
1: yeah are we not out of that like is that still oh, no. movies i, I oh don't, that's still I don't movies. movies so that's that's unfortunate
0: <laughs> that is that is still movies um Number four, the script was so secret, all the characters had code names. Mm. Uh, So this is there's okay. let me let me read the quote here. It's so funny because you get sent these scenes and all the characters names are changed. Eddie Redmayne divulged. They're so top secret on this set that the costume department, when they break down the characters and what their clothes are and the whole way through, they're not allowed to write the names of the characters. So newt is good guy. Tina is Turner after Tina Turner and Dumbledore is very good guy. (laughs) Uh, So one good guy and very good guy that rules. Um, I love that.
1: Yeah. But
0: this, this is one of those like movie factoids that gets dropped in like, I don't know, like every promo cycle like every popular movie does this and it's not because it's like not to avoid spoilers because anyone who knows what the script is could figure these out right like correct yeah you could very easily figure out what all of these are uh this is because this is this is a a movie production thing if you name your movie something that isn't what what you're actually filming uh, one you get less Loki Lows, uh, coming in like staking out the film set. Like Star Wars always does this, right? They're always under like fake production names, um, right? Right. And and also because when you are shopping around, like the 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 first Harry Potter movie did this. Uh, when you're shopping around for like um props or sets or you know location scouting, uh, if you don't tell them that you are making Harry Potter. Uh, you are in a better position for like negotiating and it's kind of a sleazy like tactic to get better prices on things. Like if you just say like, Oh, I'm filming a very good guy and the adventure of good guy. uh, Like a, 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 you know, you might not get charged as much for brooms um, for your your movie, which is something that Harry Potter movie like actually did. Uh, yeah. The best, I think, the best part of this is that they have this this note about how oh, you know, oh everything was so secret, and then there's a sh- there's a picture here of uh, Eddie Redmayne and Jude Law sitting in their like their chairs, uh, but there's also a table that just says Newt Scamander next to him. so it clearly wasn't that secret when they were <laughs> filming it.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I do like this picture of good guy and very good guy hanging out.
0: Yeah, uh they they look like a, just a couple of good guys here.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, I do like this this point cuz I actually didn't know that. I'm not much of a, a, a movie buff really. Mm-hmm. Um uh but I do like that this in classic Pottermore style, they present this information with zero context. Like you could <sighs> easily read this if this isn't something that you have prior knowledge about and be like, "Oh, Harry Potter is so whimsical."
0: Uh, right yeah like uh just this is the first movie that's ever done this uh they just came up with this for for the second fantastic beasts movie um number five credence will be part of a wizarding circus called circus arcanus
1: wow that's really exciting i guess we saw we saw some of the circus imagery um from the trailer so i'm not sure how much of a spoiler this is although i guess we might not have known that credence was going to be part of the circus this is something that i'm really looking forward to because i am certain that uh this movie will be uh following the first one in borrowing all of this like whimsical circus imagery Mm -hmm. and like using it as a like bizarre like muddled statement about like freak shows but it's going to be wizards and it's just uh-huh. going to be it's going to be mishandled in just like the, <laughs> the worst the, way possible uh-huh. well so. it even
0: says it even says here the quote from Ezra Miller I, I wonder if I wonder if he was wearing the toad costume when he was saying this one Uh the circus Arcanus Ezra said it's interesting because we heard in Credence's narrative in the first film the derogatory term freak thrown at him in a way that was deeply effective right I find it really interesting that we find him here at a sideshow in a freak show as they were known. Like, yeah, you got yep. it. Like he, <laughs> you, you identified the <laughs> the part that makes this really awkward, I guess. Yeah. Um, this is also one that excites me because I'm still so I'm on the edge of my seat over the whole like is that unnamed character Nagini thing. Uh, yeah
1: yeah that has been such like a fever dream for me because i swear i saw like an article that was saying that that was confirmed and then i could never find it again so i might be i might be dreaming about this movie which is just not a good sign
0: (laughs) oh no i know um i I guess that that leads us into our number six one here which is there are jaw-dropping moments for harry potter fans that would be a jaw-dropping moment if if they really did that um but anything's possible. That's what makes this so exciting to me. Is that like, like you could say that out loud, like, "Oh, the the they're adding a character who turns into Nagini," and you could be like, "That's fucking stupid," and you'd be right. But that doesn't mean <laughs> they're not going to do it, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah i I hope that they do. I would like some jaw dropping moments. Honestly, watching the first one, I don't think my jaw dropped even once
0: i think so my I'll jaw take... dropped but that was because my head was like falling forward as i was falling asleep
1: <laughs> yeah so it, you know we we are a big harry potter fans so if, the, if oh, this yeah. can get our our jaw dropping that would be great um i think the nagini thing would work um
0: but like, I'm, there's I'm the sure there's thing. There's the there's a, if any of our predictions come true, if anything involving very good guy being in love with very bad guy shows up, um, yep. just all that really obvious stuff that they that they could go for. But
1: I have a feeling that this this point is not really crazy stuff that they're going to go for, and more just like, uh ready player one style like references yeah, I think that's is, what this means is it's like we're gonna point 100%. and be like hey those are the Thestrals we know those from Harry Potter because we're big Harry Potter fans
0: exactly So
1: uh, ready be player
0: one specifically for Harry Potter is a very cursed idea but that's what these movies are
1: yeah absolutely and um, they're about politics
0: so now we're really getting into I think Pottermore you know love Pottermore, favorite website etc um, I think they're Getting a little hard pressed to find ten revelations here.
1: Yeah, so we're s- at seven, and this one's pretty weak.
0: <laughs> uh Caleb Turner discovers his Hogwarts house. Who? Well, okay. I thought that Caleb Turner was a Harry Potter character that I just didn't know, but actually it's an actor playing Newt's older brother, Theseus. Um, and I did I was this just something I said off the record, or, or yeah, did I, was, I...
1: the Theseus thing, because I was just going to ask you to tell, 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 uh, tell our audience your, your Theseus prediction. I my, stand my by the- this a lot. My Theseus so.
0: thesis? Exactly, um, please. Um, okay, there's a character <laughs> named Theseus Scamander in this movie. Um, and 100%, there's going to be a conflict, because it, it's like, oh, it's his, you know, his brother that he hasn't seen for a long time uh and there's going to be like the core conflict with theseus 100 is going to be like oh you've changed so much i've barely like are you even my brother anymore Uh. like like, that's going to be it right you can't name a character Theseus and not do that
1: also uh, like on top of all that jk rowling would never ever Uh name a character theseus and not pull pull that one <laughs> that one's gonna and, be that one's gonna come up like this is it's gonna be huge
0: it's like so, i don't even know you anymore <laughs>
1: um,
0: um also as a, as a second layer to that does that mean that if 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 there's a like dedicated i mean I, i'm saying if and of course there will be but if a dedicated fan community around this film does that mean that any shipping involving theseus is a ship of theseus
1: Oh my god! Wait, I. Yeah, it needs to be. I think we need to alert the uh, fan fiction <laughs> community right away. You have to, everyone. Call it please, please get the word out uh, because that's gonna. <laughs> that's that's perfect. Um, spread that one around. I am reading this anecdote from Calum Turner on this, uh, on this article. Uh huh. And it's, or, or no, it's Eddie Redmayne saying that he was watching War and Peace, which has Caleb Turner in it, and then he and his wife both said that he's like a taller, darker, better looking version of me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good.
1: That's how you nail that role playing yeah. Theseus in uh, Fantastic Beasts 2.
0: Oh, damn. Damn. I mean,. That's a very, very modest coming from from Eddie Redmayne. I guess also just a weird fucking thing to say about someone. I don't know. <laughs> weird thing to say about someone you're working with. Um, is that like the, the 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 rare backhanded self neg? Like yeah. Like like that's a that's a interesting an interesting tactic um number eight hogwarts will be important to the story fuck you Pottermore. this like, is uh
1: this is the most on. um this is our this is our ready player one moment because we're gonna see hogwarts and it's gonna be the silhouette and we're gonna be sitting in the theater big harry potter fans would be like that's hogwarts there it is we know the- we know that place
0: we know it um fans gasped collectively when that familiar scottish castle popped up in the first trailer like damn it's true
1: that's hogwarts
0: Uh, there it is that's the castle that's i've been there in my mind
1: harry potter went there went to school (laughs) there
0: (laughs) that's where a very good guy is is a teacher (laughs) uh going back to hogwarts is a very important function of the story he added mysteriously oh Uh, thank you thank you david yates uh nine the film will feature many new beasts this is the shit i'm here for
1: that's good because Uh, that is what the movies are called and they probably shouldn't be um yeah and there's this great graphic of these these baby (laughs) nifflers here
0: i'm okay look the baby nifflers are cute but i actually don't think I don't know. There's something about, about the them having like normal fur instead of like the platypus fur that the normal ones have. I'm I'm kinda disappointed. I think they could have been a little cuter.
1: I agree. This is not not the cutest it could be. Um but I know people are going crazy for these little guys. I don't know if they actually are or if the marketing is just telling me that they are.
0: <laughs> I I mean the same thing, right? Like sure, like, yeah goes wherever the, the harry potter marketing goes so goes the fandom unless it's cursed child true um number 10 here we go last one the fantastic beast stories could travel all over the world don't worry we know
1: this is uh just i mean obviously they were running out of points they should have made this a five point list because a lot yes. of these are really weak and i think this is the weakest of them all obviously we know they're going to paris it's in the trailer uh but literally in the last point it was like they go to hogwarts these movies take place in the united states like that's that's another part of the world it's true they do travel around
0: yeah i feel like this is just a little less interesting in a, in a movie about a like magic people who can teleport like yeah like it's like a, it's not really exactly like a like a travel like exotic travel movie is it? it's like well We're going to different European cities because we can snap our fingers and go there. I would like to read this incredible quote from David Yates. Sure. Which is, do you know at some point that movies are probably going to go all over the world? I know where the third movie is going, dot, dot, dot. He teased. (laughs) I fucking hope so, man. (laughs) Can you? The third one they're going to i don't know they're going to fucking argentina or something who cares i i i thank you pottermore i i you know I, I will never say no to more fantastic beasts teasing uh but i think this probably could have been a five-point list as you said
1: what aren't these like indiana jones
0: movies that would be also be great right like yeah well, actually he's no, like I'll a, also, he's I'll, like I'll a biologist okay I'll tell you why. It's because maybe I, I would go as far as to say maybe that's how J.K. Rowling even pitched them originally. But then they read the scripts and were like, "This is too racist." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, yep. like. like yeah, Indi- yeah, Indiana probably. Jones is very tongue-in-cheek, you know, and 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 there's some stuff in Indiana Jones that's not the most sensitive, but you know, I think the tone carries it. But with with Harry Potter, with the way J.K. Rowling writes stuff, Um, I mean. We know all about the the Japanese shame school. God,
1: yeah, and you're right. The
0: Native American skinwalkers who are actually fake, and her magic is real. J.K. Rowling's magic is real. Could you imagine her trying to write like an international like like adventure caper? It yeah, would be... like,
1: like like Eddie Redmayne, like British biology guy, going around and being yeah. a shithead everywhere he
0: goes. <laughs> it was it would be it would be so fucking bad um (laughs) uh in a way that i almost would like to see like like i mean she's jk rowling is a lich accruing power right like like, oh yeah like one day she will be able to to unleash like no one i think i mean like no one can really say no to her now but like like, I feel like that power is only growing, and that soon she will be able to literally do whatever she wants. And she will be able to, if, you know, if Warner Brothers says, you can't have uh, Eddie Redmayne go to uh, the Congo and have fake tribal guys with like big bones in their nose dance around him, she'll go, I have a literal billion pounds. I can make this horrible movie happen. And she will do it. Um <laughs> and and that will that will happen and i for, i'm here for it uh i'm i'm here for for uh the the horrible international harry potter racism to be truly unleashed
1: yeah you know i that rings so true to me but on the other hand i have this this dreadful uh kind of creeping doom feeling that the fantastic beasts movies like they are the story she wants to tell and they're so boring (laughs) i'm like like this this is like the story that you just really want to tell and it's like politics johnny depp wizard it's it's just so boring it's a thriller it's film noir maybe not really i hate these movies
0: (laughs) i can't wait i can't wait yep yep Um, so there's, there's our revelations. Uh, uh, I think that's a good place to put a pin in it. Um, um, thank you Pottermore, but I think it's time for us to move on probably to our reading for the week.
1: Yeah, let's jump right into it. Um, this one, my, my notes are very short this time around because we are in it. This is, these Uh, are our big reveal chapters so i'm gonna start with chapter 17 cat rat and dog i've tried to I, i guess i'll i'll before i jump right into it i'll say that like these chapters are a little hard for me to summarize because i think i take for granted information reveals because i've read this book so many times that it's not like a big, big information or a big right, reveal to right. me so if if I miss something or like a big plot point that I just gloss over completely, feel free to let me know. Okay. um so they're leaving we're we're jumping right back in uh just a like in the last chapter. Buckbeak was killed. Like they heard the axe fall, so we jump right back in, and they they can't believe it. They're still trying to leave and get back to the castle, but Scabbers is still just going absolutely crazy. And then Harry turns and sees Crookshanks is walking up, and Hermione kind of pleads to Crookshanks like, "Please, not now. Please go away." Scabbers does end up wriggling out of Ron's hands and takes off. Ron chases Scabbers, and um harry and hermione chase him he does end up catching scabbers but a big dog shows up and drags ron into the whomping willow like a tunnel under the whomping willow and he he hooks his leg around a tree root i guess and the dog pulls him through the tunnel and breaks his leg and it's really gross harry and hermione are like oh my gosh do we go back to the school we need to follow him on and on, they can't figure out how to get to the tunnel through the Womping Willow. But Crookshanks shows up, goes in, and and presses a spot on the tree that freezes the tree. And then that's when Harry tells Hermione the dog and the cat are friends. So the, anyway, they go into the tunnel and they arrive in the Shrieking Shack. Yay! Woo! In there, they don't see anyone else, um, but they do find Ron and he's injured because he broke his leg and he's on. Like a bed in the room and then we get a little bit of a description of the Shrieking Shack and Her- and Harry and Hermione kind of talk and they're like ghosts didn't do this because all the walls and stuff are torn up and everything is you know cause there's a werewolf in there um. So they're in there. Ron is injured. And he says, "Like go away, it's a trap." He was the dog the whole time, and it's that's when we get the the big reveal. It's Sirius Black. He was the dog, and he's an animagus. He disarms Harry and Hermione with an Expelliarmus, and then we we basically get kind of an extended sequence where Sirius says that he's gonna kill someone, but only one person is going to be killed tonight. Hermione and Ron kind of try to try to they I mean they all still think he's trying to kill Harry so they try to stand up for him. Sirius doesn't explain himself at all. Uh, Harry becomes blinded with rage so angry attacks Sirius. Sirius was not expecting it so he manages to get get their wands back and in that moment he Harry is just like I'm gonna kill you. I, I hate you. You betrayed my parents and He he like stands there frozen. He's thinking about killing him while he's doing that. Crookshanks walks up and like positions himself in front of Sirius Black's chest to like protect his heart. Harry thinks (laughs) like, oh, well, if I have to kill a cat, I'll do it. Uh, I guess I guess the cat's in league with Sirius Black. And this goes on like for for quite a while. Uh, But instead, someone else enters the Shrieking Shack. Hermione screams, help. Us, Sirius Black is here, and Lupin runs in. But Lupin then disarms them and also doesn't explain what's going on. He has some mysterious words with Sirius where he says he's here or like I he's alive. And Sirius like Yep. And then Lupin says you switched, and he says Yep. And no one knows what's going on. And they hug, and Hermione screams about i can't do we get the reveal the werewolf reveal in this chapter or is a next one
0: oh god um
1: it, this the, is so I, weird because these chapters is, just like all run together
0: well yeah because when you started talking you were talking about like like oh and then the dog shows up and they go to the shack i was like no 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 you're starting a chapter ahead but no this is two chapters this in is, the same place this
1: is two chapters that are just like an info dump so i'm, I'm I, I mean if i believe my notes hermione does reveal in this chapter she screams she's like i trusted you and then she t- tells that he's a werewolf. And then
0: yes, Lupin okay, yes. starts the, his double story. Double checking, that, that is yeah. indeed this chapter. <laughs> okay, this
1: is that cha- this chapter. And then Lupin also um, s- explains that they, the Marauders, Sirius, James, himself, um, and Pettigrew wrote the Marauders' map. And then he also starts talking about how, like, he came came down here because he saw that when they were chasing after Sirius, there was someone else. And then the, like, last reveal of the chapter is like, that's not a rat, it's Peter Pettigrew. So, <laughs> this one's a tough one to summarize, because it really is just, like, these, an entire these, chapter of dialogue.
0: These are practically, this is one chapter split into two, right? Like, yes. Like, yeah. So getting right into it um there's some stuff like we've we've been talking and i I'm like i still believe this for the most part like that this book is a much better mystery than the previous two because of the way it layers stuff in the early chapters right
1: yeah absolutely and i
0: think for the most part that is still true like but there's some stuff here that feels really hasty in a way that i wish like there because it's 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 one thing to like you, you can you can introduce and resolve something within the same chapter that's totally fine sure um but this book has done such a good job of planting clues early on and then dealing with them later i'm disappointed that like stuff like the place you can tap the tree to get to stop attacking and uh the the con like them realizing that it wouldn't be a ghost in the shack because there's physical damage like there's stuff that i wish had been hinted at earlier that would make this feel because because the way that these things are like introduced like in the midst of the action feels a Mm -hmm. bit convenient um i think
1: Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. It's like there are uh, the other parts of this mystery have been so carefully placed and and work really well. And then it's as if we had like weird missing pieces of the puzzle that are just like kind of conveniently placed right here at the end. Um,
0: Like the one, I think the ones, the the one that I think is specifically would be very easy would be like, like, remember when Harry saw Crookshanks and and Sirius hanging out? Um, I think it. I can't remember if it says he see he saw them walking towards the direction of the Whomping Willow, but if he had seen them like go to the Willow and it not attack them, that would have been enough, right? Like like plant the idea that something makes the tree not attack you.
1: Yeah, um, yeah.
0: But instead, it just sort of like is introduced like that concept is introduced because they need it right then, which is feels a little slapdash, I think.
1: It's it's a pretty. I'm I'm now imagining it as a video game moment, like you put the cat in front of the tree and it goes and presses the switch for you. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know, like there's stuff like that, and like like the I I like the 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 whole like oh like uh you know a ghost didn't do this thing, but that also again feels like something like if you know if they would seen through the window or something that the shrieking shack was all torn up inside or something and then later piece that together. There's just stuff that's like like this book has been so good at doing that kind of thing with other parts of the mystery. I'm surprised that these very important things didn't get the same treatment, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can I can definitely see that. Um I I think overall I like this chapter. I like these reveals. Obviously, I kind of mentioned it before. I some I went into the summary which is that I uh, it's a little bit harder for me to experience it in like a way where i don't know everything already
0: it's infuriating to read honestly it like, really is like and and that might not be fair like we we are we are talking like this is a kid's book at the end of the day um but but there is a certain point and and like i think the emotion of the scenes with Harry, you know, because a lot of this is internal, like, Harry's reactions to stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a lot, you know, this is a fairly long chapter, like, word count-wise for the amount of time it takes place, which is like five, ten minutes at most, right? Yeah. Um, And so I think that is part of the problem is that it feels longer than it probably is as a scene for the characters, but the absurd lengths that the characters go to not say what they are talking about borders <laughs> on comedy after a while um yeah <laughs> uh like like i don't expect like you know like for the sake of drama characters shouldn't say everything they mean immediately but there is a certain point where it's like okay fucking get on with it like the the line you mentioned the there will only be one murder tonight like come on like
1: (laughs) it's very funny like i and that's the thing is like i think that if i were more invested in the mystery just Uh, by by way of reading it for the first time it would have a much more like fun like that's where a lot of the tension would come from is is the unraveling of the mystery but like from a position of of knowing it it does turn into what feels kind of like a comedy chapter just (laughs) <laughs> because Sirius like yes. plays coy the entire time he does I think not it's, it's,
0: stop <laughs> it's it's one of those things where um it, it is a mixture of characters playing coy and other characters interrupting them when they're about to say a thing right yes and i, and I think you this isn't a hard and fast writing rule or anything but this is just i, I think might be like a decent rule of thumb you get one of those i think either a character this book is getting... has
1: had this has had a lot
0: uh-huh like like i feel like if you know if sirius was trying to explain but harry kept on cutting him off at the key moment or whatever because he was so mad that would work um or if sirius was so you know addled in the head after being in azkaban for so long and he was really was just like playing coy and being weird that would also work But the problem is we get both, uh, and it is infuriating in some ways.
1: Yeah, um, I feel like
0: especially when Lupin shows up and does (laughs) That's what really gets me because it's like,
1: okay, on the one hand, like Sirius has been in torture prison for thirteen years or whatever. Uh He's little. He's a little bit, uh, eh, like probably not used to being a human either so i can Mm kind of get on board with that that makes sense to me um he's extremely like goofy about the whole thing just like that i'm only gonna kill one person tonight and like no he says murder
0: he says murder which i feel like you would like like that is a literally only there to maintain the mystery part of it right like 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 you wouldn't say if you feel if you were in a position where you felt like you were doing like a, a righteous slaying or whatever you wouldn't like couch it as murder just to confuse the people you're trying to help right like it just
1: yeah and, and this is like very much like it's trying to keep keep the reader on the hook for the mystery <laughs> when it's like I, I i i don't know and then so so lupin shows up and then they have a very mysterious conversation yes uh, and and it's just i don't know why lupin would act that way like this is a this is a purely uh purely serves like the reader who doesn't know what's going on and does nothing for for you this is like uh, this chapter in some places like feels like watching the sixth sense for the second time
0: uh, yeah like every clue is like way too obvious the second time around um i think the weird part is that the specifically the the lupin and serious interactions i think they are good in a, mm-hmm. like they are they are conversational in a realistic seeming way uh that like you know in, in a way where like two characters who knew each other and had context for everything would probably not drop all the literal details to each other. Right. Cause they know what they're talking about. Um, the problem is that there are other people there. Uh, and I, I like, if this was a scene where like, 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 like if things were shuffled around and this was a scene where like Harry was seeing an interaction between Lupin and Sirius Black, while he was under the invisibility cloak or something i think that dialogue would make way more sense because it's 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 a scene that like is like weirdly like divorced from the the scene that's actually happening which is like three students are here who are fucking confused and injured and like i don't know like 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 with other people around, you think that they would be a little quicker to be like, no, no, here's what's going on. Like, don't worry.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I mean, like, and that's the whole thing is like, see, like serious. Definitely. Uh, like he could have easily been like, I'm not here to kill you, Harry. And he doesn't. And then Lupin shows up and is like, he's not, not going to kill you, Harry, or, or like he won't right. be hurt, but that never happens. Um, I, I guess I am going to back up a little bit to before, um before lupin enters enters the stage uh to harry almost killing sirius black um uh, because this is like simultaneously like a pretty good moment like i it it says like a lot about harry's values and he's he's you know we've seen him face down Voldemort which is the like person that killed his parents and is super evil like cartoon villain wizard but like the thing that's great about this book and about Harry like as a character is that he um or what how he's characterized in this book is that this just like is a lot more of a like personal conflict for him this person that betrayed his parents mm-hmm. um and I want his like rage and anger in the scene to work for me and it a little bit didn't and i i think like the reason it didn't work for me is partially the absurdity of the way that sirius acts and then later lupin acts and (laughs) also um i like i guess the fast kind of abrupt pivot to the harry's wand being like a shorthand for being a gun i feel like this is (laughs) the first time we've seen this
0: yeah like and 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 that's that's frustrating because the answer seems so clear like it's it's weird because i don't think harry's behavior treating it like a gun is like weird it's more that like Everyone else in the scene is like on board with it. Like, no, yeah, this makes sense. But none of them know any spells that could do any damage. I think the worst thing Harry could do is like shove it through Sirius Black's eye or something. Like, <laughs> like, like that's probably more dangerous than any actual magic he could do. Like, what's he gonna do? Squirt a Patronus on him? Like, like I don't, I don't, I don't think. <laughs> Like yeah, maybe works. if you expelliarmus someone's head close enough to the ground, it'll give them a concussion. I don't know, but it's it it doesn't it doesn't really work as like a like they're trying they're they're so clearly going for like a like end of a Western Mexican standoff thing here, but it doesn't really work when none of the characters have any idea how to shoot magic bullets.
1: Yeah, and I'm like totally on board with Harry's personal arc in this book and and his reaction and his wanting to kill sirius black and then also his uncertainty because that's what we get we get like an extended like internal monologue that harry's having trying to like trying to do it right like he's like trying to talk himself into it and then crookshanks shows up and then he's like yeah well i could kill the cat too um but he doesn't have it in him
0: um i think the thing that would have made it all okay is if just like sirius kind of laughed it off like what are you gonna do like you know like if it had been like this futile thing where like harry had like you know whipped himself up into this murder frenzy and then someone pointed out like like what are you gonna do to me man like you can't you, you can't do any like death yeah, magic like, or whatever like you don't that know any been,
1: spells
0: yeah like I, I don't know, like like you. I have expected Sirius to do the like, "What you gonna do with that big bat? Better kill me in one hit," you know, like. <laughs> you Better make it count.
1: Thing like that's kind like, of his vibe in this chapter, to be honest.
0: Yeah, w- which I'm into. It's just like Harry. You're yeah, like you said, like Harry. Harry's arc is good, but it 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 works it is propped up by a thing that really shouldn't work, which is, is, is this idea that, like, the wand on its own is a dangerous weapon, which I don't think it is, because, cause, like, like, I don't know, last time Ron tried to do a spell, he, like, gave himself slug disease, and Harry only knows Expelliarmus, so between them, I don't think they could really do that much damage.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we just are done with the exams chapter where we basically heard how bad they are at magic. Right. Like, like really. And, and all of this, like the whole joke of that chapter is how trivial the stuff that they're learning is. Yeah. Um,
0: again, it's like, like, like you say, like, I think that the personal conflict is really good. I'm just surprised. Like it's missing that, that key part, I think, which is that the anger would wouldn't get him anywhere anyway because he doesn't know any like violent magic like just, right. just have just have i don't know hermione or, or or Sirius or some some someone like point out that like like what are you going to do you don't you, you don't you can't fix this you're like you can't do this yourself you don't know anything at all um, but that we didn't we don't really get that like like Lupin Lupin shows up. He's the defense against the dark arts teacher, Harry, like you could even like if you really wanted to, you know, you could you could just give Lupin a, a great one liner as an entrance. Like, like, I, I don't I don't think I've taught you anything that'll that'll give you what you want, Harry, or something like that. You know, like, like, that's that's not a grindy low, That's serious black. Like, I, like, just, <laughs> there's Babe, so many.
1: That's such a good line. That's Lupin's <laughs> new and en- new entrance line. That's not. That's no grindy low. That's serious black. That's not a hanky punk.
0: That's not a Bogart. <laughs> yeah. Uh.
1: So I. I don't know. I guess like the reason, other than the, just like that whole thing, a little bit taking me out of of it. Um. This I feel like this chapter does mark the transition from, like, wand into gun. Obviously, Voldemort, like, it has done a gun spell on Harry's parents. Like we know that, Um, but it's always been like firmly in the, the quote unquote dark magic camp. Yeah. Um, and from this point onward, it, I think we get a lot more of the wands pointed at hearts and heads and we, and you know, next book we're going to get the, the unforgivables. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was surprised at how just like, it just kind of came out of nowhere.
0: I don't know if it's in this chapter or the next one, but it doesn't really matter because it is it does apply to this. It's the I did really raise an eyebrow when Lupin said, you know, Lupin tosses Hermione and and Ron wands and it's like, "Okay, look, you're armed. We're not like like I think that's the first time wands have been like explicitly referred to as armaments. Like, yeah, like like previously, like, like the deaths in Harry Potter have been through magic face touching and a sword. You know, like, 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 I think they've been separate from um, wands as weapons so far. And I'm not against it. It's just like, it's a sudden shift, right?
1: Yeah, I didn't expect it to just kind of come out of nowhere. I assumed that it would kind of like develop as they they got older and I guess got better at magic. But <laughs> but that doesn't seem to be the case and it's just like it feels like it just suddenly became shorthand for gun but it was completely unearned I guess and not... okay,
0: this is another thing i just realized thinking like i'm thinking about the, the deaths in the series so far harry has killed someone already i like like harry yeah. has killed someone before i guess it wasn't well no it was intentional because he saw that it hurt his hand so he held his face right like like yeah like harry harry is a is a is a straight up motherfucker like he will yeah, for sure he will kill a man um and has uh and so i guess a little bit of this i, I mean I, I this is a little bit of like this is one of those things where it's like the, you know the original story is so much more whimsical than this one which is much lower stakes and so the, they're sort of like ratcheting back the character development in a way that works i think but but like it is kind of funny to think about
1: Yeah, I will give a little shout out to Ron. He is still uh, incredibly willing to die (laughs) at a moment's notice.
0: Yeah, he will die for Harry.
1: Yeah, he, 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 in this chapter, he, he also signs Hermione up because Sirius is is there. (laughs) And he keeps saying, you'll have to kill both of us. And we get like a, a small window that Sirius isn't evil because he says, sit back down um because you hurt your leg more but that's when we get the line there will only be one murder here tonight um yeah
0: that's the that's the line that i think just r- r- makes this not work as well as it could it's the i'm fine with him playing coy i'm fine with the tension being dragged out a bit but but like specifically there'll only be one murder here tonight line <laughs> is just so stupid
1: yeah this is like a a murder mystery dinner party in the shrieking shack
0: i mean this this both of these chapters combined it is just the the hagrid hut clusterfuck again like like every important character is just walking in to like say their piece about the about the situation um one by one like it's a it's a farce like 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 there's a good amount of tension here and it is a good scene but like this is this is a this is the tried and true jk rowling like info dump strategy which is just like have a room have characters walk into it and like add to the conversation at key points like 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 that's that's how a lot of the stuff is delivered
1: uh since these two chapters are entirely dialogue reveals of the plot should i just go into the next one and then we can just kind of talk talk about them together i don't think
0: i have anything more specific to say about this one
1: no i feel like i can only and the next one is very very short um yeah because this is chapter 18 and it's moony wormtail padfoot and prongs and this whole chapter is just like Lupin's dialogue, like Lupin tells his story. Um, mm-hmm. We're coming right off of Hermione revealing that Lupin is a werewolf. And then there's like a little scuffle between Lupin and Sirius because Sirius is like, I've been waiting 13 years to kill Peter Pettigrew. I'm not going to wait for another second. And Lupin is like, No, you need, we need to explain ourselves to uh Harry Ron and we Hermione. We need to give this info dump. Like, we need, I need to tell my story. In this chapter. So finally, Sirius is like, fine, I guess I can wait for another five minutes or or whatever. Ron is still freaking out. He's like, my rat is not Peter Pettigrew. This is not Peter Pettigrew. This is Scabbers. So Lupin goes into his story. And I'm going to, and these are like the key, key revelations from, from Lupin's story. He explains that he, um, (sighs) He didn't think he'd be able to go to Hogwarts as a child because he was a werewolf, but Dumbledore said that it was fine and he could come to school. And that's when the wamping Willow was planted above the secret passage to the Shrieking Shack. So Lupin had to go, like as a child at school, had to go through the tunnel every full moon and then turn into a werewolf and, and tear the place up. And it was very painful and very horrible. And because he was screaming so much, that's how the rumors started that there were ghosts in the Shrieking Shack. And so Dumbledore, you know, kind of encouraged encouraged the rumors so people wouldn't investigate further. Kind of a, you know, the X-Files kind of situation. Um, Lupin was really worried because he made friends and he was worried they wouldn't like him if he was a werewolf. So he used to, you know, lie and say he was going to visit his sick mom or, or whatever when he had to be in the Shrieking Shack but his friends were clever and found out and so they became unregistered Animaguses, Animagi um, so that they could hang out with him while he's a werewolf while they all hung out as animals they discovered all the secret passages at Hogwarts and then wrote the Marauders map with that information uh, and Lupin also like said that he didn't he he had convinced himself while he was teaching this year that Sirius must have been lear- must have been trying to get it or was getting into Hogwarts with dark magic that he might have learned from Voldemort and not because he was an animagus um and then he also tells the story about Snape's the The Snape prank, so we get the full context on that because Snape would always like try to figure out where Lupin went once a month and was always trying to follow them around, and so Sirius thought it would be funny to tell Snape that they were in the shrieking shack and so Snape went to sneak up on on Lupin but was met with a werewolf and James pulled him back and saved his life and then at the end of the chapter I think it's Harry that says so that's why Snape doesn't like you and Snape walks in the door and says that's right and and that's the end of the chapter Uh, Uh, this is literally just Lupin's story time the chapter
0: Snape is a messy bitch who lives for drama
1: oh my god he is so like the farce will continue next week because presumably we're just going to get the same thing with snape um where snape tells something says something um this is with this is us getting the full context of the marauders
0: so uh i really like the hermione and lupin reveal right the the that part is great. The, the the Hermione figured it out and just didn't tell anyone. I, I like because that that's that's a really satisfying payoff for the clues that we've gotten. Mm-hmm. Even if some of the clues are very funny, like we've talked about the the no one recognizing the moon <laughs> thing before.
1: Hermione's um, seen the moon before.
0: Hermione has seen a goddamn moon. She knows what she knows what an orb what that orb is. Um, <laughs> and I think that the Marauders' story is really good um i i i think the part that i think is kind of cheap about it is a similar complaint i had the previous chapter which is that i wish that the animagus registry thing had come up earlier in the book um yeah if there had just been like an offhand comment because like there was even that great we commented on it when it happened how much we liked the uh the initial name drop of of animatis when when mcgonagall was talking about her in her class right
1: yeah yeah for for a scene that 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 was not the focus this was it exactly wasn't just like a here's a clue it was just
0: yeah uh, if it, it, if, it if mcgonagall good. or like hermione had just been like going on like about a really boring like oh the, you know there there's only seven you know in the last hundred years or whatever and and them like it, it, there's so, there's i feel like there's ways that could have been slotted in earlier so we had that kind of in mind
1: mm-hmm. because
0: as it is it almost feels like an unnecessary detail to call attention to the fact that it hadn't been lampshade like like i i'm i like when stories do a good job of lampshading things this mm-hmm. feels like drawing attention to the lamp in the first place like wh- like why if that had if that wasn't a clue if that hadn't been something we were already if you were already in, like anticipating the audience having a question about why say it at all you know like
1: yeah i yeah i don't think like any any kind of like part that i could like pick at about that like it could easily be explained like it's really hard to become an animagus like i i don't i definitely do not consider there not there being like a registry for animagus um like if that weren't the case i wouldn't be like a uh, plot hole
0: yeah yeah it, exactly It's very weird Um, I I did get a chuckle out of Harry saying, wait, what kind of animal? Like, like, (laughs) oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like he's like making this connection in real time. Like, like, uh, (laughs) wait a second. What's a prongs? Um, uh, that was, that was pretty funny. I don't know. Like, like, I, it's, it's a good story. And I think that it's sweet characterization of, the marauders and like like you get a good sense of their friendship um and like i i and also like i i it's it's a really nice way to fill in uh like why lupin is so kind to harry i mean not that he shouldn't be but like like it's it's nice to get like a little window into like their connection a little closer mm-hmm. um uh it is as you say, it's one of those things where it's just loop in story time. And it is sort of funny when like, like I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading it. And like, I'm, I'm appreciating this story about his childhood and whatever. And then I'm like zooming out and remembering that, like he's being held at one point by three teenagers in a, in a spooky house. And (laughs) Snape is invisible in the corner somewhere. And it becomes very funny again. Like.
1: Yeah. I It's totally a, I,
0: this is like in mass effect when you, when you like, just when, when something big just happened and then you just sit there (laughs) like, like asking, asking all the, like the lore questions, like, like, I'm flipping through the codex. Yeah, like flipping through the code. Yeah, exactly. Just like, like, okay, speed it up. We've got things to do
1: yeah i i think that the surprising thing about this and i i will just comment on it briefly is how much explanation we get for all of this when i don't feel like it's that complex and then i flip ahead and i see how many pages we get for time travel and i'm a little worried
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah i'm vi- we only have one more reading right i
1: like, think so I, like we we're, are, the, we're at the end we might here. have two more because i think that we have a very short couple. We have two more. Um
0: okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: so no, but the, the time travel stuff is not afforded a whole lot of explanation. And yet we get we get quite <laughs> this quite the story time in these these last two.
0: Here's my thing. Um this to me shows I mean like not that it wasn't obvious, but th- this reveals how bullshit either how bullshit or how how horribly thought out jk's uh claim that this is an aids metaphor is yeah um because if like like one obviously that's bullshit right because like that's just like completely unrelated ailments but second of all if if that were the case that would mean that like in this metaphor a bunch of friends just decided like oh like you have aids well guess what we got it too like <laughs> like just to hang out with you and like that's just not nope that doesn't work like like that's it it it, it it's it, i think this is like her that was like her that was her first like really big post novels like bullshit claim right that was like the the first time where like she made like a public statement that was just like, what are you talking about? Like, like what are you doing to these books in retrospect? And I just thought like that doesn't even pass the smell test here. You know? yeah, like,
1: I, I almost like, I don't think it works here. I feel like that was something that she maybe developed later with the like werewolf registry stuff and the um, like being uh, presumably a bad thing. I think, I think that in the later books we're supposed to think that that's bad. Um, but I, I have seen criticism for it because I think that she—I I almost believe it was deliberate because there's the like incredibly harmful, um, uh, like bullshit plot point about Fenrir Greyback being like, like purposefully oh, infecting fuck. people. Right. So I do think it's deliberate Ooh. in maybe the worst way humanly possible <laughs> it's deliberate
0: and yeah um, it's deliberate in all the wrong ways yikes so I think like, yeah
1: i think at this point in the story i'm sure it, it's i i don't know if it had been like f- she had had it fully realized like maybe what the intent was as much as just like a a little bit of a oh he has you know an ailment and thought that he would be shunned by his friends but his friends embraced him like i i believe that Um, Yeah. But I think that as she developed it and it became more deliberate, it got worse. Obviously. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Obviously the, the, the myth or the fear mongering surrounding like the, the person with, with HIV AIDS that is trying to purposefully infect other people is like very harmful and not good to be good not a good not a good one to put into your aids metaphor
0: no um, really not at all i so i had yeah. completely forgotten that was fenrir's deal oh
1: so yeah i i totally i totally believe that just because like it's bad
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> true would not put it past her i guess it's
1: extremely it's extremely bad um so so like here i i definitely i definitely like the marauder's story i think yeah it's, sweet. it's
0: cute um it's cute and um i i it's it it is i i i'm sure that they put a finer point on it in the next chapter but like it's a good reveal of the um uh it's a good or it's a good good explanation for the marauders map and the the nicknames and stuff um i don't know i like i i I liked i i can see why people like it so much it is a very striking story Mm-hmm. Um, and i'd forgotten how um <laughs> I, again forgotten how specific it was it was like lupin just got to tell the whole damn story here um which i i had forgotten happened
1: uh the other thing i like about this chapter um and it's something that like i feel like gets a little bit forgotten about lupin's characterization is that he's kind of an idiot not in like a like in a he's a little bit naive um in this case he's rewarded because Sirius Black was not evil. Um but on like on the one it is it is laid out very explicitly like in the story that he was running around as a werewolf as a kid and then he's like yeah I still feel guilty about that because I could have hurt someone it was a like stupid thing to do. Um but he also doesn't learn because he w- he knew that Sirius Black was an Animagus and decided not to tell Dumbledore. Yeah. Like that is explicitly pointed out. He's like, I convinced myself that it was like dark magic he learned from Voldemort, and like, spoiler alert, in the next chapter he didn't take his potion, so he's going to be an out of control werewolf again in yeah. this book. Um, yeah. So he he's made some mistakes for sure, um, and that's something that I total. I mean, he's he until at until this point he has struck me as such like this like very benevolent like. Wise figure, like a mentor for Harry, but like, boy, did he, did he fuck this one up?
0: He's he's benevolent to a fault here, right? Like, yes, like this was his first priority was was getting here and not thinking to like bring his juice, you know?
1: Yeah, bring um, his bring his werewolf juice that Snape kindly makes him every month. Yeah, Snape the hero.
0: Snape the hero. Snape is a fucking hero for the way he enters here. <laughs> Like was, I could yeah, not it was, believe it.
1: He found the invisibility cloak, right?
0: Yeah, he found the invisibility cloak and he's just been chilling listening to this whole thing and just waiting for the perfect opportunity. Like he was sitting there like just like in the staff room. He was there fucking waiting for who knows how long for the perfect entrance, right?
1: Yeah, he is so on brand oh, here I, just throughout. I love
0: him. I love Snape. Um we haven't really talked much about Sirius, I guess. In, in,
1: yeah, because in... he's still just being a crazy person so that we can, like, be scared yeah. still. He is not characterized at all.
0: No, um, he we don't just... really get much.
1: It... The, the, the book is so invested in having us still, like, be unsure if he's a murderer um, that he's, he's a non-presence in these chapters, I feel.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just sort of, like, described as looking kind of gross, and then he doesn't say anything helpful and then snape shows up <laughs> yeah he's like
1: i really want to kill him and lupin's like no wait okay
0: yeah yeah but we don't, we don't really too get long we, we don't we don't get a lot of uh, a lot of serious here which i, I would be surprised by just because i have such a strong memory of really liking serious um yeah, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he gets more but like like just like here i'm like he, we don't i'm yeah, he's he's now been here for two chapters and I don't really have a handle on him at all.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I think that that's I think uh, hopefully it'll be more natural than I think it's going to be. But I'm positive that once once it is revealed to us that he, you know, didn't kill 13 people, he's just going to do a complete 180 and be totally normal. Yeah, like normal, nice guy,
0: normal, nice guy who probably needs to brush his teeth.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: um but yeah, like like he I guess he is still more of like a plot device still at this at this stage of this set of chapters. Yeah. We have so I did not realize that we were getting th- not one not two but three at least shrieking shack chapters. Yeah. Uh, we're spending am, a
1: lot of time in the Shrieking Shack.
0: Hell yes we are. Um yeah, it's weird like like this this felt like such a big Set of che- of of reading this week, but I'm also coming up a little short on like more to say about it. I guess, um, it's it's very info dumpy.
1: Yeah. Does it um? When you read chapters like this, does it remind you of a television show?
0: It. Re- I mean, especially with the way these chapters, like the the first chapter, ends with like the com- like the mid commercial break, and the and the the Snape scene is just like your. Sp- pre-smashed up credits thing right like like this was an episode of breaking bad almost like like this was paced exactly like a tv show
1: yeah i i, I know this is kind of like a little bit tired but it does remind me of riverdale a little bit because it, yeah and and almost in the way of like you know i've read the prisoner of azkaban probably more times than i've read any book this was like my favorite book as a kid i i read it and listen to jim dale recite it for me many 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 times um so so when i read these chapters that are almost entirely reliant on me not knowing like all of the intrigue is is couched on me not knowing that Sirius black is not evil um i feel like i'm watching like a season finale of riverdale for like the fifth like watch through right Uh like like and this isn't, like, even necessarily a bad thing, but any of that tension where, like, you're watching something and it's pretty goofy, but you're still pretty invested in, like, the mystery or what's happening, all of that's fallen away and all that's left is yes. just pretty goofy.
0: Yeah, it, it is definitely a story that absolutely benefits a lot from, like, first impressions, right? Yeah. Um, um, and, and, you know, that's that's not that's not a problem it's just that um i think the best kind of mysteries and like the best kind of things that have big twists are like satisfying in different ways when you revisit them right yeah um like one of my favorite movies ever and it's not even you know it's not even like a like a say like a super serious movie or anything but just something i'll throw on like like as a comfort film is oceans 11. Mm-hmm. And I could probably recite that entire movie. Um, and the twist is still satisfying every time because like the, it, it it is so constantly dropping hints for you on, you know, if you're watching that movie again and again, there's, there's stuff going on in the background. There's like snippets of dialogue where you're like, Oh, like, I noticed something new every time basically, or something I forgot. And I'm it, like, it's, it's still fun to watch whereas here this was still fun obviously but like the tension is so reliant on you not knowing whether serious black black is telling the truth or not it it borders on comedy like it, it's it's no longer tense and no like I and I'm not getting anything new from it like I'm not picking up new details from these scenes I'm just like oh my god please will someone say what's going on here like no, <laughs> none of these characters are talking to each other like
1: yeah and and like this has only for me been true in these last couple chapters the the rest of the book has not been like uh, i would say even chamber of secrets like maybe any of the appeal was like what's going to happen and once right. you know what happens you're almost lost with no appeal whatsoever uh-huh. um in this book i would say that's like not the case at all up until these these couple chapters that are a little bit a little bit tired to read when it's when it's you know when you know
0: what's yeah, going on definitely
1: a little bit comedic though it i just I did, it just, I just stretches find funny. it too
0: much it's just too long i think because it hinges yeah. it, it it's hinging on that 100 percent and um i think the if you're invested in in a mystery first time you're you are getting to the revelations it can go on as long as the author can make it go like like that doesn't matter because you're on the hook for it when you're no yep. longer on the hook for that information um the patina kind of wears off a bit i think
1: yeah um i will say that like our first uh interaction between sirius and lupin when they see each other and hug talk about talk about a wolf star moment there <laughs>
0: hell yeah (laughs) um that part was that part is 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 great because again it's two characters behaving as if no one else is in the room and like i do like that ron is it ron who's just like what is happening like like, (laughs) like what is going on yeah Um, like that was pretty funny
1: yeah and i Um, guess i can kind of borrow from ron's perspective a little bit and that's where the comedy comes into it is like the the you have to borrow that what is going on feeling because obviously we do know what's going on um
0: the image of like this like, like i said earlier like just the the stuff that's happening in a vacuum is good but like if you just think about what this scene <laughs> looks like i do not like like we're we're getting really close to needing to watch the movie and i know that a lot of people are get upset about how the movie changed this scene cuz i i i i don't remember exactly what it does but I, apparently it's quite drastically different um but i don't blame them because this is like absurd this is like an episode of seinfeld where everyone keeps running into his apartment right like <laughs> like 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 there's multiple people having different conversations that all apply to each other but aren't like being like no one has all the information and also there's an invisible guy in the corner somewhere like it's just it's <laughs> it, it it is so funny
1: yes i i can't believe snape is there it's, uh, that
0: makes it so much better when did he get there? How long has he been there? Has he just been like waiting for? He's like, oh, I have a really good one liner for this. Oh no, nope. okay, <laughs> I, I, like, like okay, I'm gonna let him tell. Oh, maybe he'll mention me in the in in his story. Like, just mm, Hey, listen to
1: Lupin's whole story. It's very long for for one man to monologue. Yeah, a story about his childhood.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's so good. I'm I'm so so here for snape just like being the theater kid of of the hogwarts staff
1: god this is a cw show i know it what is. Like, it, this is something that we've talked about many times and it has developed and the more i read the book i'm like wait this just is like the this is every just, episode
0: of the vampire diaries
1: yes it it's this, just like oh my gosh this all, is
0: this is every episode of the vampire diaries where they where they talk about like the 1800s flashbacks uh yeah and, and uh, like this is that 100% and then and then what's his face Dante who's the who's the who's the evil but kind of sexy brother oh Damon? Uh, Damien Damien um he he's like I surprise I was using vampire invisibility in the corner the whole time like, like <laughs> here I am um that's this 100% yeah
1: it's just like it's just a lot uh I guess campier than I I expected
0: which I'm which I I I am into but the 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 rest of this book has been surprisingly uncampy in the, in like at least in like the tone like the mm-hmm. mystery stuff and like it 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 becoming this sort of cheesy soap is 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 a little out Yeah, of we nowhere, we I definitely guess.
1: get down in the weeds and this has happened multiple times in this book where we get the the like character monologues where for some reason everyone is just like okay Let's listen to Lupin talk because this is the same like we we got to hear the story of Sirius Black from Fudge telling it to Rosemurta. Yeah, um, it it definitely has that that same kind of vibe to me.
0: Same same energy. Uh, yeah, Cornelius Fudge and and Professor Lupin. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, I don't have that much more to say about this stuff. Like it's 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 not bad, and it's certainly better than the Firebolt bullshit. But it. I, I, I reading it a second time knowing everything going in like the scenes show i guess
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i don't have a whole lot uh, we have a lot of um a lot of good good lore reveals i think this is a good other than just like the kind of monologues i think this is these are good character chapters i, I again I am i like i liked ron in this in this chapter and i liked um harry's rage and i liked you know i i guess that's it so maybe (laughs) i take it back maybe they aren't very good character (laughs) chapters but they just like they seem very like necessary evil kind of chapters i guess
0: yeah for sure um in that case if we are if we are done because i mean the, the problem is we know what's coming next is more of this right so so we can't speculate too much because because we're gonna get like the direct sequel to this scene immediately next week um so i think it's best to put the speculation to bed and take a break
1: sounds good
0: everyone and welcome back. Um so this is kind of a special episode, I think, because we are deep in the Shrieking Shack in the book.
1: Yeah, we sure are.
0: Um and so I was struggling to come up with I was like, I want to do something special for the third segment this week because because, you know, in honor of our it's our namesake, we're here. Um and so I had some ideas and I was like, okay, I'm gonna I want to do something um Involving fan fiction again, because the mar- this is also where like the the true Marauder story gets goes into full swing, right? Yes. like This is this is we get Lupin's whole schoolboy story.
1: Yeah, yeah. Take me out of the doldrums of these chapters we've read, and take me to where the the real literature is.
0: Uh huh. So in my travels online, I have <laughs> discovered uh a a an institution, I would say, Ooh. that we actually share a namesake with. Uh, the Shrieking Shack Society.
1: Um, <laughs> oh.
0: I discovered them through a comment uh while I was browsing for content for this segment. Uh they are a a panel of of Marauders fans who check out all of the Marauders fics that get posted on fanfiction.net and AO3 and all these other websites. Uh and they gather the ones they like. Ah, uh, they categorize them. You can actually browse on their website by type of type of fic, oh. um, and then at the end of the year they do an awards ceremony where they they nominate them and 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 uh, and and recognize the ones that they feel are the best Marauders content
1: that's incredible um i have never been one for marauders era fanfics uh-huh. um but if if this society is listening uh which i assume they are they share a namesake with our podcast so i can <laughs> only assume that they are um I, I would like to submit myself to be a guest judge on their Hell panel for yes. next year for next year's awards oh, I, w- that would be I would so good i would take up the the mantle uh of that
0: okay i would would love that i would would read
1: some uh marauders fanfic
0: so they have an extensive list of awards and Mm -hmm. i have chosen uh what i've done is i've i've chosen a bunch of the awards and the winners and i've scrambled them up um and and what we're going to do is is see if you can identify which fic is the most likely candidate for winning each award sure um i have all the links on hand so so if the title doesn't give you enough to go on i will you know, i will happily read you some details from from one um but we're gonna see whether you can you can match the the uh fanfic to the category um i'm gonna go through the categories here because there are some real bangers here sure uh so like First of all, there's I guess there's the the most obvious ones. We have best novella, right. um a little scarier, best novel. Novel. I don't, I don't know what's
1: scary about that. Sometimes you got to sort by word count. Maybe you just want to read a novel.
0: Yeah, that's true. Best short story. Mhm. Uh best slash fic. Sure. Best time travel fic. Obviously. Best fanfic. I don't know what that Oh, fan fics which yeah. I assume is like most. What's what's a fan fix? Is that a, is that a term? I don't know. Uh, I
1: assume that it's referring. Uh, like again, I I will have to say that I is have that not, like fan I've, service. No, well, I mean, maybe I I am assuming that it means it's a fix it. Oh, uh, I although gotcha. I, although I could be wrong. I haven't seen it like phrased that way, and I haven't really been in the fan fiction community as as heavily, and since you know in recent years but i would assume it's a fix it fiction
0: got it uh best must read Yeah, sure best wolf mate which is uh, different from best werewolf obviously yes best new ship great uh best epic uh-huh best underappreciated
1: Ooh, I don't know how you how do you determine yeah, if it's underappreciated. Little, yeah, I feel, there's probably like a, a like threshold of co- like below a certain amount of comments or like, some of these. Some of these will
0: have to. It'll have to become a game of process of elimination, right? I'm um, so excited.
1: I feel like I'm my final. Finally, my skill set is being utilized.
0: This is my favorite one because I am truly baffled by it. Sure. Best marriage law fic.
1: Sure, I'll tell you what that is right now. Um, Oh no, is that uh, a thing? Yeah, so um, it's a very common trope in Harry Potter fan fiction. Typically it is... Uh, The premise being like the Ministry of Magic hands down a law because the wizards are dying out. And so a pureblood, all the the muggle-born wizards have to marry a pureblood or like some (laughs) variation of that. So like a a classic one is it's like, and and typically they're actually not that weird because it'll be like, oh, like Hermione is, you know, goes to, to teach at Hogwarts. Like she's an adult, but like now she has to marry snape who is like like, okay i mean snape's not a pureblood but like oftentimes when this was like very popular that was before we knew that he wasn't um so right so that's what that's what a marriage law fic is
0: okay that was not what i was expecting that makes a little more sense i was like (laughs) really my, my imagination was running wild there anyway are you ready for the titles of these fics
1: yeah absolutely
0: all right, we have Truth or Drink by Pezzi 387 Nice. The Time-Traveling Wife by J.L. Pierre. Hmm. A Little Flip by Remus Lives. The Last Marauder <laughs> by Risa Areas. Necessary by The Order by Lady Sirad Returns. Sure. 169 by Mrs. J. Soup. Nice. Nice. Um, Love Bites by John Kala. The Sun, the Moon, and the Star by I nearly said Sibian, Sibilius <laughs> Slytherin. Uh Divergence by Above the Serpentine. Amor Protempus by Karina Riddle. Mm-hmm. Aesthetic Trash Boys by Imal mm. and Merley Worlds.
1: That's a good some good Tumblr stuff. I like that.
0: Notice by Remy Wrights 5. Uh-huh. The Life and Times by Jules 5 toothpaste kisses by caleb ski
1: Mm, that's some fluff there
0: Mm, all right so are you ready to play this game
1: absolutely
0: all right uh i so we are we are sharing a spreadsheet here so you can just take the titles and match them to the categories here sure uh and if if you want to start with you know a question about a fic just let me know and I will I will open it up and read the description to you.
1: So I thought the easiest thing to do would be to figure out the time travel one, but there are a lot of potential titles that are time travel Right. One well, being, well, there is one
0: called The Time Traveling Wife, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the best time travel thing.
1: Right. It's like there might be a lot here with time travel because there's The Time Traveling Wife. Um, there's also Amor tempest which I assume means it's love of time right mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. love of, love time something like right. that so there's definitely time in that one uh and the life and times um which is a little bit looser but i let's see the time can you give me a description of the time traveling wife
0: absolutely great let's see okay warning a u <laughs> uh so this is an alternate universe. When Hermione is floored by grief and unable to think straight, she goes oh, to geez. extreme lengths to be with the person she loves. Traveling to a time when things were far less complicated and with an undeniable passion she could never ignore, will she remain level-headed or will she lose herself in a time that is not her own? Rated M for language and sexual content.
1: Oh, damn. Uh, can, you, can you read me the a uh, uh, more Tempus?
0: You got it uh time turner au during the battle at the department (laughs) of mysteries luna is accidentally sent back to the marauders era can she ever get back to her own time will she want to (sighs) luna
1: i always forget that not all the marauders uh fan fictions out there are like lupin serious stories right um i i completely forgot that which is gonna gonna throw throw me for a loop here um can i can i go ahead and, and say that um i think uh a more per tempest is the best time travel fic
0: okay i'll put that yeah or you you can you can do it you have edit privileges go ahead and Ooh. slap that where you like
1: i'm just gonna type it out there all right all um right let's see now we've got a few so i'm like wolf mate versus werewolf right right uh so we've got love bites that sounds like a werewolf a werewolf one that sounds Um, almost like
0: two on the nose right like like
1: yeah like a like a little bit too much but maybe that means it could be werewolf and not wolf mate which are hmm. very different don't get those confused okay
0: all right all right i won't
1: um God, I, I'm so tempted to just put love bites as as the best wolf mate fic, because I feel like that's like a mainstay of the wolf mate, is that there's like the claiming bite or, or mm-hmm. whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's just like a... But is it too easy? Can you read me the the description of love
0: bites? Absolutely. Love bites. Okay, well... I wasn't prepared for this, but I, I, you know, I did say I would do it. Uh, this doesn't really have a description. This just has dialogue snippets.
1: Perfect. I can't wait. But That'll I just, I lot. guess,
0: I guess I've got to read them to you. I yeah, guess I have please. to read this that sure. I should have read this to, before. I promised that I would read them. But here we go. <laughs> uh, look, I know you don't understand, but these marks are not a problem. Then what are they? Serious huff to laugh a mark of really good sex bloody nice. hell you're a kinky fuck bloody hell uh, god damn it i did, <laughs> I, did I,
1: I, I didn't know what i was prob- getting into here i don't see yeah. the problem
0: there's some tags on this one too oh hell yeah um, um
1: i'm just gonna i'm i'm committing that's that's wolf mate for sure okay all right um divergence is a question mark for me so how about you how about you give me some details about that one
0: okay (laughs) here's the description okay there's two descriptions on this one because this is on fanfic.net where there's like the the main description then the chapter description Mm -hmm. um uh, in an effort to escape her captors Hermione Granger attempts to go back in time two hours however she ends up in 1977 confused and alone how will she navigate the past when she knows the future? Can she idly sit idly by and watch those she begins to consider friends succumb to their horrible fates? Timelines are tricky things.
1: More is, time travel.
0: There's so much fucking time travel. No,
1: uh, I mean this is a,
0: this is a Marauders society, so I guess it would fit, right? Like,
1: yeah, I guess I forg I just assumed that it, they were just stories that took place during the Marauders era, not literally time travel. But you know, this is not. This was never my my favorite genre which is why i'm probably not part of the shrieking shack society Hmm. i'm gonna go ahead just because of the title being like divergence i'm gonna say that sounds like a novel to me okay also i can't spell no one can see this but i just don't want to embarrass myself by not spelling (laughs) divergence correctly okay um I I don't even need I don't even need to know aesthetic um trash boys is the best slash fic. Easy. Okay. Um how about Toothpaste Kisses? Toothpaste Kisses. Give me kisses. that description. I know that that's some right. I know that's some fluff for sure. Let's
0: see. Where's the link to that one? Okay. Uh when his eyes had lost the white dots from the sudden light, he registered more than Hermione's frantic breathing.
1: Her I in a lot was, of these.
0: An eye mask was pushed back into her unruly curls, her body I was completely hidden by pajamas, far too big for her. <laughs> uh, I don't like this at all. A uh, vast <laughs> amount of white cotton with little... That's the description. Um,
1: uh, yeah. Wow. Actually, I, I have... Oh, to-
0: it's based on a... F- it's songfic oh what song uh, uh toothpaste kisses by the maccabees
1: i'm not familiar
0: me either but that, that's that's uh that's at the top here okay i'm making
1: that, that that's our that's our short story okay um and i'm also taking divergence out of novel and putting it in fanfics
0: f-i-x okay
1: because okay. i just had a revelation about that one okay, okay. um the necessary by the order sounds very serious. So how about you hit me with that one? I feel like that's a good candidate by for a novel. The
0: order. Uh, um, I actually cannot read you the description of this one because it gives the answer away. Um, mm.
1: That's uh, enough. Of, that's enough of a clue for me.
0: Yeah. Necessary
1: by the order. Let me. Sounds okay. like a marriage law to me okay all right how about notice that one's also a question mark
0: notice notice is uh here uh the marauders need a new guitarist while (sighs) sirius's hand heals remus is more into classical music than punk rock somehow he finds himself joining the band anyway
1: Oh, is this like an alternate universe where they is this a non-magic AU?
0: This is Yep, yep, non-magical alternative universe.
1: Sounds like a novella to me. I feel like I'm not gonna get any of these. Who
0: knows?
1: Let me see. I'm still I still feel like the time traveling wife is I, I just keep thinking of the time traveler's wife um that's
0: the funniest part of that to (laughs) me it's it's just it just seems like someone getting the title of another book wrong i
1: definitely read the time traveler's wife and i have no recollection of it i know that they made a really bad movie
0: i've seen the movie and it was awful
1: yeah Um, i heard the movie was awful i don't remember if the book was it was it's popular fiction right it's
0: i yeah i don't know i i
1: I don't remember anything about it so that's probably not a great sign (laughs) How about the sun, the moon, and the star?
0: The sun, the moon, and the stars. Eight years after the war, life at Grimall Place is settled for the widow, Re- widowed Remus, a metamorph Magus' son, and the brightest witch of her age. What happens when they uncover that they may yet return a lost marauder? What will Moony have to say about all of this? And, what was, well, and was this their fate all along?
1: Hmm... That's a tough one. It's. I want to say that like, this could easily be the must-read because it just hits all those like. Very obvious, like uh-huh. not too risky. Probably anyone that is into this genre of fan fiction would probably just kind of enjoy this one. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that in must-read. Okay. Because uh, that seems it, it's like. A pretty like conservative concept and they're gonna bring serious back to life and uh just g- good good times for everyone i'm really struggling with best new ship because it's 2018 there are no new ships
0: Well, except theseus
1: oh well. <laughs> yeah yeah that i mean that's that's the real answer is that's the best new ship is is the ship of theseus coming to us (laughs) in um, november of this year um but i don't know what of these could be could be new and i don't even know like what what character in harry potter hasn't been shipped with any other character am i taking this too literally do you think
0: uh i couldn't tell you honestly because there's no context provided that is just the name of the award uh best new ship
1: weird Hmm. so what could be underappreciated this is a tough one i guess the one there's one that i haven't heard which is 169 how about you hit me with that one
0: all right uh nice uh it was no accident she was hermione granger i'm sorry all of these are hermione um and i'm I'm not sure why as if she'd do anything this insane without the proper research and reference charts, arriving on the 14th of May, 1981, she has given herself 169 no! days, another time travel one, No, um, an ample amount of time to commit murder if one had a strict schedule, This, the correct notes, and the help of one particularly reluctant estranged heir. Wow, that sounds wild.
1: There's a lot going on there. Hermione's going to fucking heir? murder someone. Who would Hermione go back in time to murder? Peter Pettigrew,
0: hmm, huh.
1: Have I had you read me the last Marauder?
0: Mm, I don't believe so.
1: I, I think uh, that'll be like the last. Oh, I guess I have. I have to hear about the little, a little flip also.
0: Yeah, there's a couple here. So this uh, is gonna- last, last Marauder. In the wake of the war, Dumbledore's portrait gives Hermione a task that could change the course of history if she is succeeds. It time travel but unravel time itself as she fails.
1: Okay. Okay. Let's let's distribute these uh these time travel ones. I I'm still I'm <laughs> not finding any soulmates or soul bonds. Um so let so hit me with a little flip and then I and then I'll be ready to distribute these into what I think they are.
0: Uh I hate to do this to you. Oh god i thought to love a werewolf would be my only time turner fic but this one would just not leave me alone and i don't think it's too horribly cliche she's not going back just for kicks or to try and change everything there will be a specific purpose
1: wait this is like an author's note like she's saying this is, like, that's
0: the description
1: oh but but <clears throat> can you read that one for me one more time
0: uh i thought to love a werewolf would be my only time turner fic too. But this one would not leave me alone, and I don't think it's too horribly cliche. She's not going back just for kicks or to try and change everything. There will be a specific purpose.
1: You know, I didn't find our epic because mm. one of these is an epic length novel. Yeah, <laughs> and I can't figure out what it would be. I don't. Well, think it's I don't this think one. epic
0: means the word count. I think epic in this case might mean like scope.
1: It typically it typically means word count in fan fiction circles.
0: Okay, because I just I just say that because we also have a novel, right? Like,
1: right. That's what I mean. Like, typically when you talk about fan fiction, you have short stories, novels, and epics. Oh, okay, okay. And okay. that's okay. strictly a word count thing. So I, I'm trying to like, I'm wondering if the sun, the moon, and the and star is like the epic because it could be like one of those very like serialized kind of adventure uh, per upload kind of those are the ones that usually end up like epics Mm -hmm. uh similar to um the uh the fan fiction that later became 50 shades of gray was was very like serialized and and like quote unquote epic Mm -hmm. i mean
0: pretty (laughs) epic it is an epic absolutely uh
1: so let me see also i i also don't think 169 can be the epic because that that is like it's too it's too time gated um so i'm gonna go ahead and z- say that like 169 you know hermione's got 169 days uh and that's probably enough for a novel so that's my novel length um i'm going to go ahead and say uh, oh
0: i'm i am sorry i've i've mixed up one cat this is this is fine this is easy to fix this is one uh category i've got wrong fan fix is not actually up up here uh replace fan fix Uh with uh lasting love fic as so i'm going to go ahead and fix that right here yeah i i forgot that that changed so best lasting love fix
1: Mm.
0: there we go sorry i got one 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 little slip up there but
1: that's uh, okay um I can't remember what Divergence was about that made me say, "Was it? It was Hermione time traveling?" As apparently, (laughs) all of these stories, these are these are the best Hermione time travels um, uh, stories. So, so let me find. Let let me see here. These are all. very boring titles so they don't stick out in my head very well i think aesthetic
0: trash boys oh yeah but that one's already i already have that locked in that's true yeah Um, yeah you got that in there
1: can you refresh my memory about truth or drink
0: absolutely wait i don't even know if I, i read truth or drink to you
1: oh maybe not
0: um oh boy i'm sorry this is another one that only has like an author's note and no description oh that's okay uh omg i'm back to my old self with the angst it wasn't meant to be this intense but i reached a point and this thing started for better or worse lighting itself
1: okay well that's easy to put into best soul bond fic that's that's some angst if i've ever heard any um Mm. i i will have like a little bit of an aside that one of the funniest like i don't think that that's what this is but one of the very popular uh style of like soul bond soulmate fix is the what is the the one i think it originated from a tumblr post that was like imagine if this were true um and it's oh like yeah yeah wherever, yeah those, and it's those like are... that yeah it's like that if everyone was born with their soulmates like name tattooed on them. Oh god. And so it's yes. like it's like uh-huh. it's in the Harry Potter universe, but then that is also true. Uh so that's <laughs> I don't think that's what this is, but uh but it's a it's a good one. I'm so stumped. Yeah, by like the, what is the difference ship? between
0: soul bond and lasting love? You know?
1: Yeah. Like, I am I'm, I'm so I'm so perplexed by Best New Ship. Like in one of these is Hermione time traveling like to go and date Wormtail? Like is that is that what, what the new ship is? I
0: think all of these have mentioned Hermione except the one about Luna, right?
1: Yeah. I mean I didn't have you read me Aesthetic Trash Boys. So But you don't I
0: don't think you need I don't that need
1: one. to I don't need that one. You seem um, pretty convinced on that I'm, one. I'm so so uh, I, I understand that one's essence. <laughs> Absolutely. Um I just, none of these really strike me as being epics, which makes me want to move like the sun, the moon, and the star as being epic. Cause it's the most like, I don't wanna say boring, the most <laughs> like someone could easily write 500,000 words about this. Right. This is tough. But I'm gonna go ahead and put The Last Marauder in here
0: okay all right
1: i just ha- i just have a and i'm missing so these are the ones i'm missing i'm missing werewolf which is not the same as wolf mate, <laughs> wolf
0: mate yeah. i'm
1: missing best new ship and i'm missing best underappreciated. underappreciated fix so what do i have left over i have let's see uh, uh
0: t- has time traveling <sighs> Time
1: traveling wife yeah
0: truth or drink oh no you've got you've got that one okay there. wait
1: time traveling wife that's best new ship because that's um a story about hermione going back in time and dating wormtail okay <laughs> um and let me see and i'm missing life Necessary. and times oh no
0: you've got that yeah life and times needs one and one more
1: a little flip got it okay so read those to me and then i will and then i will i will place them
0: a little flip uh that's the one where it's the author's note that says i thought to love a werewolf would be my only time turner fic but this one would not leave me alone um it's another hermione time turner fic and then what was the other one you wanted
1: um the life and times
0: the life and times uh she was dramatic, he was dynamic, she was precise, he was impulsive. He was James and she was Lily and one day they shared a kiss, but before that they shared many arguments for he was cocky and she was sweet and matters of the heart require time.
1: Okay, well, I mean from that description I definitely don't want to read it, which may which thinks I think it's a great a great spot for underappreciated because it's maybe it's <laughs> better than the uh summary Suggests, <laughs> and so it's very underappreciated because no one wants to click on it. Um, so I've done it. I I have.
0: You filled. Are these I, your final answers?
1: I th- I think so. Okay. I think this is like about as close as I can get.
0: Okie dokie. Are you ready for uh your scoring here? We're yeah. Go yeah. Okay. Um i'm gonna go through here would you go ahead and and since i've kind of got two browser tabs open here and i don't have room to sure like navigate if you would go ahead and like mark which ones you got correct here as i read them off yeah yeah all right best soul bond fic is (laughs) the sun the moon and the star
1: oh that's so obvious based on the name i really uh, okay i didn't get that one i said truth or drink
0: Uh, best must-read fic is Toothpaste Kisses.
1: How? Doubtful. I don't...
0: I just... They really like that Maccabees song, I guess. Sure, absolutely. Best Lasting Love is The Life and Times.
1: Oh, yeah, Lily and James. They died, though.
0: (laughs) But that's... Hey, that's eternity. That lasts forever. That's true. Uh... Best Wolfmate fic is Love Bites.
1: Hell yeah!
0: There you go. Uh, best Marriage Law fic is Necessary by the Order.
1: Oh yeah, I got that. Easy.
0: Uh, best New Ship.
1: I'm so- I- I can't wait to hear about this.
0: Is Amor Portempus.
1: Okay, what's the ship? You have to- you have to find out and tell me.
0: It is, uh, Luna and Remus. Oh.
1: I guess, yeah, I guess that's kind of weird.
0: What do you even call that one? Rupin? I guess she's a moon. Luna. Double moon. Two moons. Um, Best novella went to The Time Traveling Wife. (laughs) All right. Best novel went to A Little Flip.
1: That's a novel?
0: That's a novel. Oh best short story went to truth or drink
1: damn i really thought toothpaste kisses was going to be a short story because it was going to be like it, basically it was going to be tagged it was going to be like s- fluff and then it's like Sirius yeah. wakes up in the morning and lupin's brushing his teeth and they share a kiss and then that's the end of the story
0: yeah um best werewolf fic not to be confused with best wolf mate fic uh, No, it is divergence oh Best slash fic is aesthetic trash boys. Oh, you are one hundred percent right. That
1: was so easy. I didn't. Need, do you mm-hmm. want to read uh the description of that one? Yeah, since we didn't I get didn't get that one. I Let's didn't see. need that one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh,
0: a story that starts with dick pics, but is really about friendship, falling in love, and summer holidays fun.
1: Yeah, that's that's one that you there could just you could just change the names and then just get that get that published
0: yep absolutely uh best epic is the last marauder
1: oh i got that
0: one hell yeah best time travel thick and this has got to be like the the real winner right because all of these are fucking time travel fix
1: yeah i blew it because i have that i have uh amor per tempest in this
0: spot uh yeah and the, the the winner was 169 nice (laughs) nice nice indeed uh and then the best underappreciated fic is notice
1: Hmm. well i didn't do very well you
0: did all right considering how little information i gave you and how similar all these categories are i'm gonna i'm gonna call that a success
1: the thing that i didn't expect was how many were time travel, which really, if I could they go were back,
0: all time travel. I should
1: have known that, obviously, since the Marauders are from the past. Uh-huh. Um, but I definitely, my method was very bad because I started with time travel. I was like, certainly that will be the easiest to narrow uh-huh. down. That is not the case here. No, there are a no, lot it was of, not. you gotta time travel to hang out with those Marauders. That's right,
0: especially if you're doing a ship. Or, yeah or, yeah um so f- big thanks to the shrieking shack society for uh for putting that awards uh show together they have mat- they have a bunch of other ones uh i did not read all the categories there are some real uh i would say like my- maybe even more difficult ones in there that, that would have taken forever um and it looks like either i don't know if it's a like they just changed the name and it happened to be this way or they are separate awards, but it seems like they have one that has way more to do specifically with smut fix. So oh, yeah, good on them. Um, and I hope that next year we can be, uh, brought on as, 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 as guest judges or something, uh, because this, this fucking rocks. Um, if you go to the website, they have a thick Rex section where you can like, organize them by type and there's a whole rules section about like what you know what is allowed to be submitted and stuff it's it's very very well organized
1: yeah i'm actually not familiar with them um like i said marauders fix were never kind of my my cup of tea um but there's a lot there I, i kind of assumed it was just all all wolfstar stuff which is why this really threw me as being a lot of time traveling hermione
0: which is uh, not a, a not what i that.
1: expected
0: no um so, so big shout outs to them uh and uh we have i guess kind of a, an announcement here i guess moving on from our from our game uh what are we reading next week
1: yeah so we have decided that there are a lot of short chapters at the end of this book and that we're just going to all we're going to roll them all and just do one one big bash. That's the end of the book. Uh, so we're reading four chapters next week. That's chapter 19, which is called The Servant of Lord Voldemort. Chapter 20, The Dementor's Kiss. Chapter 21, Hermione's Secret. And chapter 22, Owl Post again.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a lot, but like looking at what we have left, um, I, I I don't think I could handle doing another episode of like just these sort of interstitial mystery chapters you know
1: yeah Um, yeah and two of these chapters are just little little baby chapters i think that the dementors kiss that is maybe two and a half pages so (laughs) so we're just gonna roll it into to one one big episode um and we we have lots of exciting stuff coming up uh so uh, like honestly Lots of time travel and these fanfics, but there were also coming up on on the on the camera. Co- we are travel. getting into
0: it. We are getting into time travel. Um, if you are a fan of the show, you can always support us on Patreon. Our theme song is Cheshire Moon by Hot. Or no, it's not our theme song. I'm getting time traveled around here. <laughs> our theme song is Cheshire Moon. No, it's not. It's Hot McGonagall by Cheshire Moon. <laughs> check them out on Bandcamp. I've been i've i've been i've been hitting the 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 time turner too hard, my brain's all scrambled. Um <laughs> uh, if you leave us a review on iTunes, we always appreciate that. Um if you subscribe to the Patreon, we have bonus content, like uh bonus episodes, our review of the Fantastic Beasts film, uh our look at the Satanic Panic of the late 90s. Uh we have more stuff coming up. We have some 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 plans for some leaky cauldron research stuff. We Ooh. have uh we have the the Snapists society stuff to go we have lots of stuff on the docket that I'm excited to get to soon um, and uh, you know I know we just asked you to read four chapters this week rather than two but if you find the time please read another book please read another book makes ocean seem tame you catch a ride cause this heart mama is just a cat in disguise.